the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. 1280, The Patriot is WWTC, Minneapolis, St. Paul. FM 107.5, K298CO, Minneapolis. Intelligent Radio. With SRN News, I'm Bob Agnew in Washington. Authorities say at least four people have died after severe storms swept across parts of the U.S. South, including three people killed in Louisiana. It did reach the 135, so it's at the very high end of the EF2 part, and that's mobile homes completely destroyed, large trees are snapped or uprooted, and substantial homes can have large portions of their roof structures lifted off. One person died in Texas when a car flipped into a creek. Two U.S. service members have been killed, two others injured after their vehicle was hit by a roadside bomb in southern Afghanistan. The U.S. Defense Department did not identify the service members. In keeping with standard policy, the Taliban immediately took responsibility for the attack. In Tehran, in state television, officials took responsibility for the downing of that Ukrainian jetliner this week, killing all 176 people on board. This is SRN News. Mike Gallagher isn't sure which side the Democrats are on. The Democrats are virtually on the side of Iran. As the daughter of Soleimani has vowed that there is going to be dark a dark event happening against the United States as they are promising to literally attack the White House, the Democrats seem to be siding with our enemy. The Mike Gallagher Show, weekdays at 8 on AM 1280. The Patriot, Intelligent Radio. AM twelve eighty, the Patriot Intelligent Radio. Just past one o'clock, which means one thing: it's time to make talk radio great again. It's your Northern Alliance Radio Network headliner, Mitchburg. Coming up next, but first, here's your Twin Cities forecast, brought to you by Great Plains Windows and Doors. Mostly sunny and a high of sixteen tonight, partly cloudy, and a low of seven. With the Patriot entertaining conservative commentary and the news you need is available to you wherever you are. Download our free app from your device's app store. Just search for AM Tilvady the Patriot. The views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. This is the Northern Alliance Radio Network, the longest running conservative talk show in the Twin Cities. It's great to be back in Minnesota today. Political analysis of the good, the bad, and the outright crazy. Now, here's your headline act, Mitch Bird. Welcome back, Twin Cities and World. It's the wind beneath the right wing. The show that is making talk radio great again. The Northern Alliance Radio Network. My name is Mitch Berg. My blog is shotinthedark.info. My aim to uh, make the world a little bit better informed. We've been doing this for 16 years, I and uh, the remaining uh, Narn colleagues, of course, Brad Carlson, every Sunday, is for, uh, every Sunday from uh, 1 to 3 here on AM 12A, The Patriot, the Closer Edition. And King Banyan, Saturday mornings 9 to 11 at our sister station, AM 1440, The Businessman. Together, Northern Alliance Radio Network, dominating Twin Cities weekend radio as long as anyone has cared to think about it. That's us. It's what we do. And we do it without even breaking much of a sweat, uh, especially this time of year. Sweat would be a bad plan. So, uh, great to have you all tuned in here. We've got a big show. We've got, uh, we're we're going to be talking about a little bit of DFL skullduggery in Minneapolis uh, coming up. At the bottom of the hour with Frank Pafko, the, the transportation uh, guru, and uh, Christina Pearson and Jen Zielinski, all of whom were involved in an episode that happened at Twin Cities Pride, not last summer, but the summer before. Something I dimly remember discussing uh, a year or so ago. Well, that event just keeps on uh, keep on keeps on keeping on in the court system. We're going to be talking about that and what you can do, perhaps maybe just a little bit to help out and maybe bring some justice to a city that, and a situation that direly needs some. Uh, also, we're going to be talking with Senator Dave Osmek, one of the longest time friends this show has uh, since long before he was a senator. In fact, uh, about you know, they're back at it. Minnesota state government uh, wants to talk energy policy again. What could go wrong? <laughs> anyway, that's all coming up later on the broadcast. Uh, but I'll, we've got plenty to talk about uh, more on a local level here. 
News came out this past week uh, when the city of St. Paul, uh, the Carter administration, the St. Paul Police Department, uh, released crime stats for 2019. And you've heard on this broadcast and everywhere in Twin Cities media, it was a bad year for homicide in St. Paul last year. It literally doubled in one year. St. Paul has a long-standing history of being one of the safer major cities. And yes, St. Paul is considered a major city. I know, Minneapolis people, just get off your high horse. St. Paul is a capital city, has a, has a, has a population closing right around 300,000 people. It counts. Uh, we wouldn't be a, a major metro area without the St. Paul side. It just wouldn't happen. I live there. Uh, I love the city. Can't stand the government. But it's a beautiful city. I'll give it that. Uh, how long I will remain there is an open question that remains to be answered. We shall see. Uh, I'm not inclined to run away even from incompetent tax and spend governments. But I said not inclined. I'm never going to rule it out completely. Let's put it that way. Uh, you know any good deals in Hudson? We'll talk. Anyway, I'm digressing as I am somewhat want to do. Homicide doubled in St. Paul last year, and you can't escape it. It was in the news. It was all over the place. Uh, St. Paul uh, turned in 30, 30 homicides last year, which was double the rate in 2018. Uh, and by the way, that in a city of about 300,000 people, that's 10 murders per 100,000. That's higher than Minneapolis was two and three years ago believe it's competitive with Minneapolis today. And bear in mind, 10 years ago, St. Paul had a murder rate somewhere down below half that of Minneapolis. It was a bad year. I mean, it, it gave us a murder rate, not Detroit, Baltimore, Newark level. Uh, bear in mind, I mean, the, the, it, uh, uh, 30 murders in a year in a place the size of St. Paul gives you a homicide rate of, I'm just doing the math in my head here, I believe 11 per 100,000. Now, Chicago, and by the way, a few years back, I remember looking at it, it was like 2.8 per 100,000 in St. Paul and something like in the, in the vicinity of 8 per 100,000 in Minneapolis, most of them in on the north side. So that's bad. And when you look at the overall crime numbers without having seen it, you might think, oh, everything else is going to be terrible in St. Paul as well, because... And I'm part of it here as well, with good reason. I live in the Midway. I live in a, a neighborhood that has had its blight accelerated, unless you're a soccer fan, by uh, the encroachment of the train. And, of course, the train, as we've discussed many times with Senator Osmek and other people in transit business, the train is basically mass transit for criminals. And having ridden it to and from work for a year and a half, I'm here to tell you, I had a bad day. It's, uh, well, on a bad day, it could be a little sporty on that train. And that's during daylight. I've ridden the train home at night, and yeah, you keep your wits about you. You keep your eyes in the back of your head. You don't go waving your phone around. You don't be counting your cash in the seats. And in the mornings, well, I named it the Vomit Comet for a reason. First thing on uh, after a busy uh, night, you wind up stepping around the vomit patties on the platforms. And I think the worst was... Uh, standing on the train and smelling the smell of somebody smoking a cigarette, which, by the way, there's pe there are people who are wont to do on the train. You're not supposed to smoke on the train or the platform, but they don't care. Rules are for other people. And I quickly became thankful for the cigarette smell because I realized, that, thankfully, I was wearing water, very, very heavily watertight boots that I'd picked up the previous week uh, because I realized as I was standing in what, looked like a puddle of beer that wasn't beer you smell what i'm cooking there okay all right so uh, let's just say thank goodness for the rubber boots that day <laughs> and you, you watch where you step on the vomit comet always so that's the least of your problems homicide double in saint paul and with a doubling in homicide you might think everything else went through the roof as well and some things were up. Some categories of crime did rise. We'll come back to that. But here's the part that was counterintuitive to some. Violent crime in general in St. Paul last year was down. 
Going to a Star Tribune story this past week, Star Tribune analysis of newly released police data shows that while homicides soared in 2019, reports of aggravated assaults, rapes, robberies all decreased, contributing to a reduction in overall violent crime. And when this came out, you saw some people, people on the right of center, People who live in St. Paul, as St. Paul's small, beleaguered, beleaguered smattering of Republicans and conservatives say, hey, wait, how can how could homicide double but violent crime drop? Well, it's fairly easy. There were 30 homicides among 275,000 people. There would have been hundreds of sexual assaults of various degrees and many, many hundreds of robberies and other uh, aggravated assaults, bar fights, uh, armed robberies, strong arm robberies as well. You don't have to have a gun to make it a violent crime. Aggravated assaults, rapes, robberies decreased. And this struck some people with a certain amount of cognitive dissonance. How can, it's not, I mean, you count up the numbers, hundreds of lesser violent crimes than homicide, aggravated assault, rape, robberies, they went down significantly not free fall but they went down there were 30 homicides which in a city of 100 of 275 280,000 people is too many but you're talking two digits as opposed to three or four over the course of a year in a city that size so violent crime overall is down but property crime grew by nearly 12 percent last year as well and according to the Star Tribune, the hike in property crime may have been a result of the city's response to the homicide rate uh, jumping up. Uh, and I quote the Star Tribune, to keep pace with the bloodshed, uh, Police Chief Todd Axtell tapped federal agents to assist with criminal investigations and shifted staff within the department to better manage the growing caseload. The strategy meant fewer proactive policing visits and an increase in property crimes characterized as burglary, theft, and arson. Auto theft and larceny in particular saw double-digit growth. Oh, good. Anyway, the good news is, well, there's really one bit of good news and one bit of news that isn't really good, but looked at it the right way, confirms a certain amount of common sense in the interpretation to wit. The good news is uh, violent crime in general is, is down. The news that tends to make you think, well, at least somebody at the controls is not smoking up on something before they they go to work in the morning is this. We talked about this a number of weeks ago. Uh, Sheriff Fletcher in St. Paul uh, has been of the theory, and he splattered this all over the media a few months ago, uh, pointing out that in his opinion, as the county's chief law enforcement officer, uh, that the spike in murder rate uh, is a result of gangs settling beefs uh, going back a decade. I, I quote Sheriff Fletcher, there's no doubt that the biggest part of this uh, surge in murders is connected to a longtime feud between two of the city's most violent gangs, said Sheriff Fletcher last, uh, when was this, last November, just a couple months back. Uh, Fletcher said more than, this is according to uh, Channel 5, Fletcher said more than a dozen of the record-setting shootings and killings can be uh, linked to murder as far, to, to a murder that set the whole thing off. Are you ready for it? Back in 2008, and by the way, there are no indications that the retaliatory shootings are going to end anytime soon. So, the good-ish news here is that you take that out of it, you take this ongoing gang beef over a decade old, out of the equation. And Minnesota's violent crime rate is continuing more or less in its own dysfunctional way to track with the rapid drop in crime elsewhere in the state. Violent crime, homicides, and gun, uh, gun firearm homicides of all classes across the state of Minnesota since 1995 have dropped by almost two-thirds. And if it weren't for Minneapolis for the last several years, North Minneapolis, and, and this year, St. Paul, you, you leave out 
the two twin cities and crime in Minnesota is perhaps the lowest crime in any state with a major metro area in it. So it, it stands to reason if nearly and, and by the way, I did this on my blog last week. I counted up the shootings that were the homicides, I should say, that were directly attributable to gang violence. And it, it totaled up. I mean, the ones we could confirm were gang related totaled up to nearly half of the city's 30, uh, 30 homicides. And you read between the lines on a few of the others. It looks like gang activity had to do with half to slightly more of those 30 homicides. Get rid of the gangs or get them to settle their beefs. I don't know. On the squash court playing Magic the Gathering, maybe doing a guitar band meet, guitar band, garage band meet, guitar hero, that's the one I'm looking for, and suddenly the city's homicide rate drops back to where it was before. Uh, more on this when we come back, 651-289-4488, the number to call. Uh, join us, won't you please? You can also join me on Twitter at hashtag NarnShow. It's the Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriot. With the cold weather upon us, it's time to look at the bright side of winter for homeowners. Did you know this is the best time of year to get quotes on window replacements? Contractors are very motivated during the slower time of year, and the prices reflect that. It's also the perfect time to examine your windows with a heat gun to see which ones are the worst if you only want to replace a few. I'm Ryan with my three quotes. As you may already know, this is the only free service of its kind. I'll stop by with the heat gun when we measure your windows, and I'll email you competitive installed window quotes from multiple local contractors. Whether you're looking for major brands like Anderson and Marvin or local Minnesota vinyl brands, we'll come up with the best options for your house during our one-hour meeting. Normally, you would need to sit through nine hours of high-pressure dog-and-pony shows to get that many quotes. Let me do the legwork for you since I know where to get the best quality at the best prices. If you decide to move forward, I'll be there to write up the order and do a walkthrough when it's done. And yes, installs are done all winter long. Set up an appointment online at My3Quotes. That's the number three, My3Quotes. Limitless access to intelligent talk. Stream AM 1280 The Patriot with our free app, your smart speaker, or with iHeart, TuneIn, and Radio.com. We live in the Twin Cities, but serve worldwide. Sebastian Gorka here for Relief Factor, the 100% drug-free supplement that was formulated by doctors to help your body deal with inflammation and pain. The reason I've told so many of my friends about the three-week quick start is because as we get older, occasional aches and pains can be a real problem, keeping you from sleeping through the night or doing the things you love and need to do, like taking walks or playing golf, going up or downstairs, or simply playing with your kids or grandkids. Tens of thousands are now like me, glad they ordered the three-week quick start for just nineteen ninety-five. After years of back pain, I found relief, and I believe you could too. Folks, this is why the father and son owners of Relief Factor, Pete and Seth Talbot, created the three-week quick start, and they discounted it to only nineteen ninety-five. Approximately 70% of those who order it go on to order more. Let's see if we can get you out of pain too. Go to relieffactor.com, relieffactor.com, or call 800-500-8384. Imagine sharing a prayer request from your phone and seeing as those around the world take your request before God. The new Pray With Me prayer app will connect you with other Christians worldwide who have experienced the power of prayer and know the encouragement it can provide. Visit PrayWithMe.com to discover how your faith can grow when we pray without ceasing. Receive prayer. Pray for others at PrayWithMe.com. We know you're going to love that brisket. 2141 Cliff Road in Egan and at RackShackBarbecue.com. That's RackShackBarbecue.com. Get that Rack Shack attack. Rack Shack Barbecue. Oh, 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 yeah. And I want to move the down. AM 12A, the Patriot, Northern Alliance Radio Network. 651-289-4488, the number to call. You can also join me on Twitter at hashtag NarnShow. Operators are standing by. By the way, I neglected to mention, 
It's the big day today. America's team, the North Dakota State Bison, playing for the FCS championship right now against the hated James Madison. So don't compare this to previous seasons. Now it's 21-13 right now, so hang in there, Herd. We're going to make this thing work here. It's a great first half. If you're a Madison fan, well, your mission is clear. Shut your mouth. Anyway, we'll be uh, monitoring that game as we go forward here. 21-13 in, I think, the fourth. We'll be watching that as we go on here because we do and truly know what matters. 651-289-4488 or uh, Twitter hashtag NarnShow. That's N-A-R-N Show. So we were talking about the, the revelation of the crime rates in St. Paul this past year. city of St. Paul saw a doubling of homicide rates but a shrinking of overall violent crime, but a serious hike in property crime. Now, the serious hike in property crime, that's another whole story. The, the fact that, uh, the, the fact that uh, homicide went up, but violent crime went right, right down, I think, and I'm going to uh, stand by this, uh, I think it validates Sheriff Fletcher's thesis that this is the result of gangs settling beefs going back to, according to the Sheriff's Department, 2008. It's thoroughly plausible. I tend to believe it because what kind of crimes are the province of gangs? If a gang wants to settle a beef, you don't go and steal their car. You don't go and rob them. You don't, you don't mug uh, rival gang members to settle a beef. You kill them. And, and frequently you kill innocent bystanders as well. I remember... Working at my first radio job in the Twin Cities, uh, right about the time that the the gang started infiltrating Minneapolis, and a Minneapolis police sergeant at the time said, "Safest place to be in a gang fight is the target. The most dangerous place to be is forty five degrees off the line of fire, maybe in a second floor apartment, uh, nowhere near the shooting, because that's where the stray rounds that these people fire using their John Woo grip, holding the gun sideways." I'm doing it here, not like I have a camera on me or anything, uh, contributes to the fact that people will bust off 100 rounds in a, in a gunfight and not really hit anybody or hit somebody or hit somebody by accident. Anyway, not to laugh about it. It's a terrible thing. And it's made uh, certain parts of St. Paul considerably less livable. But it suggests to us that the problem is largely... The, 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 the problem, while there is some ambient level of homicide in a city that size that is not attributable to gangs. The fact is that the gangs are the ones who are committing most of the carnage in St. Paul. I did actually go through the entire list on my blog uh, the previous week, week before last, and uh, and sort of keyed off of a, a report in the uh, Pioneer Press that, that listed every single homicide. And there were some tragic cases. There was uh, a couple of children killed by domestic abuse, a couple of adult victims of domestic abuse, a few people just shot in the course of senseless mugger, uh, muggings or, or drug uh, sales gone bad, which may again be gang-related. We don't know. But it indicates that if you're not involved in a gang, if you're not frequenting businesses that are frequented by gangs, if you keep yourself clear of wherever gangs are doing their depredations, you're probably at a relatively lower risk. I mean, up and down University Avenue, thanks to the Green Line, a.k.a. the Vomit Comet, it's considerably more dangerous than it used to be. I say this as a resident of the Midway and a homeowner there for you know, 26 years now. Yeah, it's gotten a little rougher down there. Not, again, in the last 10 years, it's gotten considerably rougher. Along University Avenue, below Thomas Avenue, crime is up. As I pointed out in this broadcast before, we had our first daytime mugging in my corner of the neighborhood in memory. And we've started having a little problem with smash and grab burglaries during daytime. This had never happened in the my corner of the Midway, north of Thomas. On the other hand, all of St. Paul isn't dangerous. You go to Battle Creek, you go to Como, you go to St. Anthony Park, Union Park, Desnoyer Park, pretty much all the parks. You might as well be in Burnsville. Heck, you might as well be in one of the nicer lower crime parts of Burnsville. 
I, I need to do that for my blog one of these days, go over the entire city uh, sector by sector and over the course of the last six years and show where crime has risen, where what crime has risen, and, and, and where it hasn't. Uh, by the way, why 2014, Mitch? Well, that's when the Green Line started operating. Actually, I should start doing it from 2012 or 2013 to have a, a good control sample of a year when crime was present but relatively low. Again, much crime has fallen since then, but not along University, not up in Dayton's Bluff, not up on the Lower East Side, up along Maryland, Case, Jessamine, places like that. Still, still bad night is kind of a free fire zone. The rise in property crime in its own way almost troubles me more as a resident, taxpayer, and citizen of the city of St. Paul. Because property crime is up, and it's one of those things that you can you can murder is a terrible thing. Homicide is an awful thing. Violent crime, lesser violent crimes, good to see them dropping. But if you're not, as a general rule, if you're not involved, if you if you if you don't live in a high crime area, sorry to say, and your lifestyle doesn't put you in contact with an awful lot of felons, an awful lot of people who are involved in criminal lifestyles, you don't work in a bar in a terrible neighborhood, you aren't involved in some nefarious shadiness in your personal life, your chance of running a foul violent crime is pretty darn low. Pretty uh, amazingly low, actually. But property crime pretty much affects everyone, pretty much affects everyone who has, well, property. If you're a property owner in St. Paul, if you have a car, if you have a home, if you have a place, you've been a business, your place, your, that property is 12% less safe today than it was a year ago. And I'm going to wager a guess that the, the city, city knows why. They just don't dare talk about it. The reason is that the city of St. Paul cannot confront the reality of crime. They can't confront the reality of gang, or at least the mayor certainly can. He refers to, he refuses to call them gangs. He calls them street groups, as if we're talking traveling groups of mimes running around performing. They're not street groups. They're gangs. They're organized criminal, criminal syndicates. Not a whole lot different than the mafia of New York in the 1920s or Chicago in the 1930s. It's, a, or, it's organized crime. And, and the people who run these organized crime syndicates, the people who, to, to whom the various crews out and about on the street owe their allegiances, they profit in just the same way as any, any two-bit gang lieutenant or Don does. It's not a whole lot different. The same basic idea. Different gangs, different styles of dress, different types of business, illegal business for the most part. Same basic concept. Organized crime. Uh, basically fighting over territory, defending territory, settling beefs, honor killing in the great old world tradition. So uh, Mayor Carter Investing the city's money in fripperies like resilience officers, dozens, count them dozens of deputy mayors, and uh, politically correct virtue signaling, like setting up college savings accounts for every St. Paul school child. Savings accounts, mind you, not brokerage funds, not anything that is actually going to appreciate any money, just a place to dump taxpayer money on behalf of children who may or may not ever wind up going to college. It's just going to be this vast blob of cash sitting out there. Thanks to all of you St. Paul City taxpayers. In the meantime, the streets don't get plowed. The police are busy chasing homicides and, and have less time to, to pursue property crimes or even address them beyond writing up a report and giving, the people, uh, giving property owners something to commit to their insurance companies. So the good news is... Homicide is probably an isolated phenomenon related to the gang uh, situation in St. Paul, and the rest of the violent crime rate is dropping. Commensurate with the same drop that you have in the rest of the state of Minnesota. That's the good news. The bad news is the city of St. Paul is not in control. The 
police department in St. Paul, God bless him, but you have a police chief who is spending his time making pronouncements about removing the word slavery from the Minnesota State Constitution, uh, by the way, a reference that, as we talked about last week, banned slavery forever in the state of Minnesota. So must get rid of that because trigger? I don't know. All I'm thinking is if the city of St. Paul's police chief has nothing better to do than that, I have to have to ask why they figure. At any rate, when we come back, uh, Frank Pafko, Christine Pearson, and I believe Jen Zielinski will be joining us talking about some dubious skullduggery in the city of Minneapolis over this past year and a half. What am I talking about? Stick around. We'll be right with you. Guys, waking up over and over to urinate is not okay. But now, you can reduce those nighttime bathroom trips with the ingredients in Super Beta Prostate P3 Advanced. We're talking about less urges to urinate at night, less bathroom trips during the day, and better bladder emptying. It's like taking three prostate supplements in one. You can try a full 30-day bottle of P3 Advanced, free. Just pay shipping and handling. No strings attached, no obligations, and no commitments to buy. This is a 30-day supply, absolutely free. Call 1-800-459-3174. Super Beta Prostate is the best-selling brand in major retailers like Walmart. But for this no-strings-attached free bottle, you must call now. Call 1-800-459-3174. Don't miss out on this unprecedented free offer. Call 1-800-459-3174. 1-800-459-3174. Wow, Pro-Life Across America is celebrating its 30th year of saving babies. That's right. Hello, my name is Marianne Koharski. I'm the director of Pro-Life Across America. We began three decades ago, and thanks to our supporters, we now have billboards, radio ads, and Internet ads across the country. So what have we learned in these 30 years? No woman wants an abortion. Most feel panic, pressure, and alone. Our hotline receives an average of 200 to 250 calls a month. We connect callers with free, confidential, and life-affirming assistance. Please help continue this legacy of support or post-abortion assistance. Visit us at prolifeacrossamerica.org. Or to donate today, simply press pound 250 on your cell phone and say the key words, pro-life. Pro-Life Across America, non-political and totally educational. I'm Nick Anderson, General Manager of AM1280 The Patriot. And for years, this great station has been fighting to keep the Twin Cities right. As we head into 2020, I would ask that you help us continue the fight by supporting our local sponsors who live, work, and play right here in the Twin Cities. Now here's a word from our friend, Dennis Prager. I I appeal to you to fight. I fully recognize not everyone has a fighting nature, but everyone can help fighters. What's wrong is not to do either. And helping fighters is as good and noble as fighting. This station is a fighter. So there's a very simple way for you to help this station, and that is just patronize their sponsors. Those sponsors, they are making us possible. No sponsors, we're talking to ourselves. By supporting the local businesses you hear on this station, you help support us as we continue to keep the Twin Cities right. AM twelve eighty the Patriot. Northern Alliance Radio Network. The sound you hear is the sound of your host chewing suing some of the most delicious venison sausage he's ever had. This is not one of the normal perks of the job here. Pardon me. No. Does it sound good? Does it sure taste good? Anyway, let's see, uh, okay, fine, that's fine enough. Uh, that's the sound, of course, that uh, that uh, our next guest, Frank Papko, is in the studio. Him and the uh, omnipresent 
uh, venison sausage. So uh, regards, it, wonderful stuff here. I've I've had uh, mixed uh, luck with venison sausages over the years, but nothing mixed about this other than the meat itself. So thank you and welcome to the broadcast. Well, thank you for having us, Mitch. I do. I believe this may be the first time we've had you on uh, the Narn here. This with us is here, so. my first visit to the bunker. Excellent. All right, and with us uh, with you are uh, Christine Pearson uh, joins us here. Uh, Christine, oh. welcome to the broadcast here. Uh, we're going to need to bring Mike two up. Just you need to get a little closer on your mic there. That's all. That gotcha. Be, there we go. Gotcha. And uh, also joining us here uh, is 2016, uh, 18. Boy, time flies, doesn't oh. it? <laughs> and it should be easy to remember because, of course, the whole episode we're about to talk about yeah, goes back to that 2018 campaign uh, where you were the endorsed candidate running uh, running for the Minnesota House of Representatives against, I believe, uh, Ilhan Omar. The wonderful the- Ilhan Omar who makes the news every day. <laughs> That's right. Uh, Frank, you had a point here? Oh, uh, you said Minnesota. It was the United States. United States. You're right. You're right. The Minnesota 5th uh, District of the United States House of Representatives. Fair enough. And as a part of that campaign, uh, you were involved in a little bit of outreach. Actually, uh, uh, what's that? You might want to introduce my wife. Oh, uh, did I, didn't I say Jen Zelensky? <laughs> sorry. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> I, the, the venison has gone to my head, <laughs> and I've just sort of uh, detached from my moorings. So Jen Zelensky, everyone knows you. You're the fifth district candidate from, from, uh, candidate from 2018. That's right. And you, like I, actually, at the time, uh, this is in 2018, in, I believe, June, uh, you were staffing the Log Cabin Republican uh, booth at the Pride uh, Festival. Now, Pride Festival, of course, most people are aware, is the large LGBTQ uh, party at the uh, in Loring Park and really most of downtown uh, and the Wedge in Minneapolis. And I was there. Mm-hmm. I remember being across the uh, the way, actually, from Log Cabin. I was at the Minnesota Gun Owners Caucus, where we got a much better reception than I ever thought we would. You guys did. We really did. <laughs> And Pink Pistols were there as well, of course, the uh, the, 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 the LGBTQ self-defense group. You guys were right across the street there. I remember watching you guys for a while. You had an animated audience, but seemed if occasionally a little bit mm, salty, uh, not necessarily malevolent. But then I left, and apparently, as usual, when I'm not around, everything goes straight to H-E double uh, hockey sticks. But uh, describe what happened uh, still later that afternoon in June of 2018. Okay. Well, it was um, a really hot, wonderful June day. And the reason I just remember is I'm working up a nice sweat. It's trying to stay clean and nice as you're uh, working with uh, potential voters and constituents and don't look the prettiest. Yeah. Uh, And and, and reaching, and and by the way, we're out kind of in what is traditionally might be considered hostile territory. I mean, among the LGBTs as a Republican. So it's it's, it's kind of a little bit vulnerable, but anyway, carry on. Hot, very, very hot day. I remember that. Yes. And we were working with our log cabin, which are, um, they're working to become an affiliate of the Republican Party. Mm -hmm. Great group of activists. They're Republicans and they wanted us uh, candidates to be there. Towards the end of the day, uh, we had a couple of uh, Trump signs that were up. And we had some people who were angry with Trump being at our booth, and they came and tried to take our sign. And it started, I don't want to say a true fight, it was a scuffle. Uh, I've worked security for long enough that it wasn't a fight, full-on fight. It was a scuffle. They were trying to take our property, and we were trying to defend our booth and our property. So no fisticuffs, just shoving, pulling, tugging, shoving, yanking pulling. hair. Yep. And, then, and being the professionals you guys are, these signs are taped pretty well, aren't they, to the wall or hung pretty well to the wall? Uh, they were taped to the table. I couldn't tell you how oh, okay. well, but they okay. were taped to the table. If, okay. if you have Republican political signs, and I, th- I, I know, Jen, you live in Minneapolis. I think, Christine, you do as well. Yes. And I don't know about where you live, Frank. Richfield. Richfield. Close enough. Yeah. Yeah. If you're a Republican, you either learn to secure your signs or just treat them as disposable. Exactly. Yeah. That's my yes. point. Yes. That's my point. Very much so. <laughs> Absolutely. And, and this is why, I mean, rarely do they- And we'd like to reuse them. You'd like. Wouldn't that be cool? <laughs> Save a lot of money. money. We have no money. We have to reuse them. That's right. You're involved with the, the Minneapolis City Committee last That's I right. checked. <laughs> oh, yes. Nelly. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No. Having, having been on the St. Paul mm. Committee for some time. Mm. Yeah. It's Stretch a, a dime out to a quarter. That's Absolutely. Right. That's right. That's right. So normally they're not quite as brazen, they being the, the, the various uh, Smurfs who, who take the signs. Yeah, lefties, exactly. Lefties. That's right. Uh, who, who steal the signs are, are not usually as brazen as to try and take them right in front of their owners. But this was the end of the day on a very hot day at Pride. End of day. Everyone's, uh, you can tell alcohol is involved with a handful of people. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. It just, it happened to get, ang- you know, a very angry crowd at this point. And then the scuffle grew, and it grew and grew. I, more people came. 
I couldn't tell you how many. Uh, I Rough guess, more than a bread box? I would probably say about 10 or 15 people, even just kind of in the area around us, were closing in. Uh, yeah, and, and hostile to the extent that uh, how, how you've worked security, I've worked in bars, how hostile yep. were we talking here? You felt nervous because I know at one point, and you know, I'm just speaking for myself personally, I was a candidate, I'm on display, but at the same time, I want to make sure that the people I'm with are safe. Again, I've worked security long enough. When you fight with a team, you go in with the team and you work with them. So we were just trying to get them away from us. Um, it, they started to surround the tent front and back, so it just kind of happened all around us. Oof. And then pretty quickly, my campaign staff got me out of there. So that, unfortunately, I wasn't there for the whole thing, but they did and, bring me out. And the whole thing is what brings us here because there were some legal ramifications uh, of of this episode. Frank, yep. Christine, either of you want to take what yeah, happened I was, next? I was pretty shocked. Um I was not there. You're not um, there, but you were the you I, were and remain the chairman chairperson of the Republican. This is beyond um, anything of volunteering from Minneapolis or any role I play there. Um I do happen to help volunteers. I had just been at a CD5 meeting in September of 2019, the very last week. And I I usually take a volunteer home. One of or other of us usually do. This individual does not have a license or doesn't drive. Um, this individual doesn't have a car. Okay. So it depends on mass transit or, or friends to drive this individual around. Asked me for a ride home. I gave a ride home, and it was probably... Um, this individual broke down and told me the whole story and what had been going on in this individual's life and that she had been has had three charges, was in court, um, was depending on a public defender. And um, I was shocked, astonished, and appalled. And um, I'm in the middle of my life, which I'm usually scheduled two to three months out in advance. I have a lot of... Um, professional responsibilities and family and um, volunteer responsibilities. And so I was shocked so I, ever since, and I've been trying to help this individual and um, Frank Pafko and, and Jennifer, we all tried. But what was shocking about this also is that the very people that could help this individual were potential witnesses. Mm-hmm. And she and this in, uh, individual um, uh, was told that, any discussions with witnesses would be considered tampering. So this individual was unable to uh, discuss any of this with anyone. So basically, Frank Pafko, yeah, this sounds sounds like a a multiple catch-22s. It was. uh, From what I know, uh, uh, two park police officers were called to break up the scuffle, which they did. Right. they kind of recognized it for what it was and sent everybody on their way. However, the leftist activists did not sit uh, settle for that. They found two other or found other police officers that came over and convinced them to cite our volunteer for um, misdemeanor assault. A uh, 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 misdemeanor assault. I mean, and they had what evidence of this? I mean, do- uh, they had. Um, their testimony, and they had a cell phone video running the whole time. Matter of fact, part of that was shoving it in our volunteers' face. Um, and so, and that was a year and a half ago. It took right. a. It was. It was leftist lawfare. There was a year and a half of trying to find witnesses, uh, being unable to get discovery, and relying on an overworked uh, Hennepin County Public Defender's Office. Before a year and a half before it came to trial, so this, the the charge again is simple assault. I believe there fifth, were th- fifth degree misdemeanor assault, uh, okay. two charges of fifth degree misdemeanor assault, and I know there was, um, I think, disorderly conduct, but I think that may have been dropped. I'm not no, for sure. No, it was the okay. disorderly conduct that moved forward, and one of the um, misdemeanors um, assaults went forward, but one of them got dropped. So there's still some po- serious potential legal consequences as well as uh, uh, potential she, uh, legal problems for this person's life. And by the way, we're, we're not revealing any details about this volunteer. Uh, in fact, I will indulge in changing pronouns for the first and only time in my career Je, uh, well, no, I'm not going to do that. The volunteer. <laughs> I can't do it. I, I mean, my, my tongue rebelled. Anyway, um, 
Anyway, so uh, basically we have these kangaroo charges, for lack of a better term, up against this Republican volunteer who is defending themselves against and and, and their fellow volunteers against a pretty awful situation. This was a uh, recently discharged Army veteran, a medic, who was standing a post. Yeah. And... um, Ended up being, like I said, they went cop shop. The, the the leftists went cop shopping. Yeah. Um, found someone to write a citation, and then spent a year and a half uh, with lawfare, and has now resulted in a in a conviction of two misdemeanor counts. And we are trying to raise funds for an appeal. Let's talk about that when we come back. We'll take a break right now and uh, rejoin with uh, Frank Pafko, Christine Pearson, and Jen Zielinski. There, I'll say it twice now, Jen Zielinski, uh, about some skullduggery in the Minneapolis legal system and how you can help out with a little bit, bring a little justice to an unjust situation. Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriot. AM 1280, The Patriot. Limitless access to intelligent talk. Stream AM 1280, The Patriot with our free app, your smart speaker, or with iHeart, TuneIn, and Radio.com. We live in the Twin Cities, but serve worldwide. Don't know where to turn to cut through the noise in these divisive times? Americans for Prosperity is here with a common-sense approach to help you understand the issues. With 2020 right around the corner, there's lots of work to be done to help make our state the best place to live, work, and raise a family. We'll give you the tools you need to make a difference in your community and make your voice heard. Tune in to Americans for Prosperity Radio Saturdays at 4 p.m. on AM 1280 The Patriot to dive past the headlines and help every Minnesotan achieve their American dream. This is a Jackson Hewitt tax service announcement. Don't want to wait weeks for your tax refund? That's a reason to go to Jackson Hewitt tax service. File your taxes with Jackson Hewitt and ask a tax pro how you could get up to $3,200 fast with a no-fee refund advance. It's a 0% APR loan from Medibank that's available before your tax refund is, so you could get money when you need it. Go to jacksonhewitt.com to learn about availability, terms, and how you could get money on a prepaid card fast, like today fast. Go to Jackson Hewitt today. That's Jackson Hewitt. With the cold weather upon us, it's time to look at the bright side of winter for homeowners. Did you know this is the best time of year to get quotes on window replacements? Contractors are very motivated during the slower time of year, and the prices reflect that. It's also the perfect time to examine your windows with a heat gun to see which ones are the worst if you only want to replace a few. I'm Ryan with my three quotes. As you may already know, this is the only free service of its kind. I'll stop by with the heat gun when we measure your windows, and I'll email you competitive installed window quotes from multiple local contractors. Whether you're looking for major brands like Anderson and Marvin or local Minnesota vinyl brands, we'll come up with the best options for your house during our one-hour meeting. Normally, you would need to sit through nine hours of high-pressure dog and pony shows to get that many quotes. Let me do the legwork for you since I know where to get the best quality at the best prices. If you decide to move forward, I'll be there to write up the order and do a walkthrough when it's done. And yes, installs are done all winter long. Set up an appointment online at my 3 Quotes. That's the number three, my 3 Quotes. American Pressure is your local family-owned source for pressure washers since 1976. We focus on what you need to clean, and we offer the best brands of hot and cold pressure washers, complete wash bays, portable systems, and custom-built. We do it all for you. Visit us at AmericanPressure.com. American AM 1280, The Patriot, and iHeartRadio. They go together like the Liberty Bell and its crack. Listen at iHeart.com or with the free iHeartRadio mobile app. AM 1280, The Patriot, Northern Alliance Radio Network. 651-289-4488, the number to call. You can join us on the hashtag... Narn Show on Twitter. Day 52 waiting for Southside Johnny and the Asbury Jukes to announce their spring dates here in the Twin Cities. By the way, that's the band that's playing right now. New Jersey's second greatest export, musically speaking. I'll have you know. So, come on, Mr. Lion. We're burning daylight here, and I won't do it forever. 
I'll only buy tickets for every single night if... Oh, I, yeah, I can't go in for it. If I have to go to Chicago, I'll do it. Anyway, 651-289-4488, talking with Jen Zielinski, Frank Pafko, Christine Pearson, uh, uh, about some devious skullduggery that happened at the 2018 uh, Pride uh, Festival regarding the Log Cabin Republican booth. Now, a uh, from the sound of it, the the the, the uh, and we we have to speci- uh, stress here. There's no known connection between the attackers, the people who bum rushed the log cabin booth, and the DFL or the Stonewall DFL or any other official organizations. For all we know, this is just a, a bunch of uh, walking uh, drunken yeah. thugs, near as we can tell. That being said, we have one of the good people, a, uh, a, vol- a GOP volunteer, a, a recently discharged Army veteran, a medic uh, who was doing their job. Uh, protecting the, uh, the the booth, We're, you're all involved in raising money for this person to help pay for a proper legal defense and get this out of the realm of the Hennepin County uh, Public Defender's Office. Um, yes, we have. Uh, we have uh, actually Christina is the lead on this and has set up a GoFundMe page. Okay. Yeah. Um, and it's called Committee to Protect Political Volunteering. If you want to go to GoFundMe and put in the search term Committee to Protect Political Volunteer. Tiering, uh, there is the ability to electronically um, give your $10 or whatever that you have the means to do um, to help us put together a good legal strategy for next steps. Um, this individual does plan to appeal, and we want to position this individual who is just an honest-to-goodness great person. Um, we want to be able to help and um, I truly believe that Republicans will stand by their Republican volunteers and that Republicans also will stand by people who served us in our military and as an Army medic who served during Iraqi freedom under some very stressful circumstances. So um, I'm hoping and put a call out to give your $10 at Committee to Protect, protect Political Volunteering on GoFundMe. Okay, so it's oh, on GoFundMe. I will try and post a link to that later on here in the show to, so that if people can't remember all that, we'll, we'll get them there. The link will be at shotinthedark.info sometime here shortly. Yes, and they can read more about the story at that page, too, and also what's been going on over at the Hennepin County uh, Public Defender's Office overall that broke the same week, like a day after our um, poor volunteer had her... Um, trial. Yeah, this is this is a, a travesty and it's pr- really a sign that there are two legal systems in Minneapolis, one for every for, for people who have, are favored by the political system uh in Minneapolis and one for everyone else. And if you're everyone else, uh, especially if you're one of the dissidents, uh you're you're you you've got a big problem. In fact, yeah. if you're a dissident from the DFL, all places all over the metro, you you're facing a growing amount of this sort of Casual violence, almost. If, if you look at the pattern, um, early 2017, there was a Trump rally that was scheduled, mm-hmm. uh, reserved at the state capitol. It was crashed by leftist activists. Mm-hmm. Um, smoke bombs, a lot of shoving, trying to antagonize a response. Mm-hmm. I believe even Senator Tim Kaine's son was arrested by that. But those charges in St. Paul were quietly dismissed and disposed of, and there were no ramifications. Um, We've had all the way up to uh, last year uh, at the state fair, there was a sexual assault at the GOP booth on one of the, haven't heard anything being charged with that, even though there's a picture of the perpetrator. And then at the Trump rally in Minneapolis, we had a mass protest, um, uh, burning, uh, throwing... uh, Throwing uh, uh, you, you bottles call, and rocks. You, and, you uh, call it a protest. I call it 90 seconds hate. I, oh, I got to yeah. go with the Orwell reference, really. It, it was a riot. Yeah. It's and a, yeah, no yeah. arrests made, but I'll give the Minneapolis police credit. They were holding the line to protect the, the attendees going out. They didn't have people to, uh, to uh, spare yeah. to make arrests. And it's an ever-present threat if you're in conservative circles in the Twin Cities. You're always on the watch. I know we when we broadcast from the Minnesota State Fair— uh, we always keep our eyes moving, watching the crowd, watching what's going. We never had any episodes, not since two thousand two, mm-hmm. has there been an episode involved with our station's presence at the fair. There's a protest. This is before the Narn happened, so I wasn't there for that. 
Uh, we haven't had any problems beyond mooks yelling things, but it's never far from my. I mean, this is back when glitter bombing was the big physical mm-hmm. assault, and yeah, I kept. I may have kept a super soaker ready to go underneath, but that's not going to suffice in these sorts of situations. What, Jen, uh, Jen Zelinsky, with your background in security, what is your uh, approach to to securing yourself at these events if you're a conservative dissident? You know, like you said, unfortunately, it's about being aware of your crowd and having that. Um, you know, awareness of everything going on. The other thing is working in pairs. Don't let ever let a volunteer be alone at a booth. Just make sure that everyone is there and have those cameras out ready charged. Uh, you know, we don't we always joke that us millennials are on our phones all the time, but have it ready to go. You might have to take that video at a moment's notice. If somebody has a GoPro or camera, Use it. Or a little, little, uh, one of those little webcams you can post up in the corner just to have surveillance rolling all of them. I hate to have, have to get to this, but it, yeah. it is there. What's the crying shame of this day back in June, end of June 2018 was that our volunteer, um, it was time to go home. And perhaps Republicans fell down because um, we did not leave in pairs that day. And our volunteer was halfway to the light rail to go home and was stopped by a Minneapolis uh, park police officer. And at that point, this was like 45 minutes after the scuffle and everybody had been cleared. A different police officer then um, gave this individual a citation. And it's just hard to talk about because I can't imagine being in that situation um, and knowing what to do. And uh, this individual new to politics, new to the Twin Cities, um, didn't have a a wide social network at that time, although that's changing today. But, you know, we have to be aware and help each other out and not allow each other to walk away from where we're volunteering alone anymore. Yeah, it is. And we saw some of these other episodes. You mentioned the March uh, March for Trump event in March 2017. There was also the episode in June of 2017 uh, with the Antifa rally. I'm making mm-hmm. the scare quotes that are about as Antifa as the brown shirts were. But uh, in fact, they're basically the same organization with different accessories. But they uh, six of these big, beefy little soy boys went chasing Priya Samsundar, our, our good friend to all of us, I believe. Yes. Um, and it would have been a fair fight if had, had it, it had it been in a city with a a, uh, a a fair law enforcement system. Of course, Priya, had she taken the five of them out with a single roundhouse kick, uh, probably would have gotten charged with aggravated assault in St. Paul. So, or, or Minneapolis. <laughs> either city, absolutely. Uh, we got about t- 20 seconds left here. One more time. If you want to uh, contribute to the GoFundMe page. Go find it at Committee to Protect Political Volunteering Phase 1. Or there's also instruction in this in, instructions in this story to write a check to Christina Pearson, CPPV, and that will go into a bank account. So Excellent. send your check. Christine, Frank, Jen, thanks for stopping by. Sebastian Gorka here for Relief Factor, the 100% drug-free supplement that was formulated by doctors to help your body deal with inflammation and pain. The reason I've told so many of my friends about the three-week quick start is because as we get older, occasional aches and pains can be a real problem, keeping you from sleeping through the night or doing the things you love and need to do, like taking walks or playing golf, going up or downstairs, or simply playing with your kids or grandkids. Tens of thousands are now like me, glad they ordered the three-week quick start for just nineteen ninety-five. After years of back pain, I found relief, and I believe you could too. Folks, this is why the father and son owners of Relief Factor, Pete and Seth Talbot, created the three-week quick start, and they discounted it to only nineteen ninety-five. Approximately 70% of those who order it go on to order more. Let's see if we can get you out of pain too. Go to relieffactor.com, relieffactor.com, or call 800-500-8384. Thinking about life insurance? Did you know in just a few minutes you can find the best price from up to 10 price competitive companies for free? You can with SelectQuote. For example, George is 39. He was getting sky-high quotes from other companies because he takes meds to control his blood pressure. But when I shopped around, I found him a 10-year, $500,000 policy for under $22 a month. I'm SelectQuote agent Dan Savino, and believe me, If SelectQuote isn't shopping for your life insurance, you're probably paying too much. For your free quote, call 800-607-3551. That's 800-607-3551. 
800-607-3551. Or go to selectquote.com. Since 1985, we shop, you save. Get full details on the example policy at selectquote.com slash commercials. Your price could vary depending on your health issuing company and other factors. Not available in all states. It may not require a textbook, but it's filled with valuable lessons. It may not take place in a classroom, but it's an ideal environment for learning. It may not involve a diploma, but it can help prepare Minnesota's young people for life. It's high school sports. High school sports can play a critical role in a student's overall education. In fact, studies show that students that participate in high school sports are more likely to enjoy greater levels of achievement in their academic lives. If you think high school sports are only about competition, think again. Better yet, think about attending a high school sporting event in your community. You'll be amazed by what you see. High school sports, a winning part of a complete education. This message presented by the Minnesota State High School League and the Minnesota Interscholastic Athletic Administrators Association. AM 1280, the Patriot.